Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Love Yourself to Health podcast. My name is Alyssa, and I'll be here each week teaching you how to build a body that you genuinely love. As women, we have been taught so much misinformation about what our body should look like, how we should eat, and how we should work out. And I'm here to dispel all the myths and to teach you how to feel better, eat more without gaining weight, and to build a toned, lean, feminine physique, all without dieting, endless hours of cardio, or beating yourself up for getting off track. Here, we're all about treating our bodies with love and respect, and of course, having fun along the way. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So today we have a special episode for you guys and actually we will be for the rest of this week. So I know we had been talking about the Results Guaranteed Bootcamp and you guys got to listen in to the bonus trainings and we have since decided to actually upload the whole darn thing. So all of this week, all of the trainings from the bootcamp are going to be uploaded here onto the podcast as well. Now, if you do want to participate even more, if you want to get access to the worksheets, to the slideshow, to, you know, some feedback from your coaches, myself, Alyssa and Aria, and if you want to be entered to win any of the prizes, then you will need to sign up for the bootcamp and the link will be in the description below. You'll get a welcome email, you'll get an invitation to the Facebook group, and you'll be getting the emails every day that has links to all of the stuff you need to participate even more in the bootcamp. So for now, this is just the trainings for you. And if you want more and if you want to be entered to win the prizes, then just click the link below and you can get in. So the prizes, I'll just quickly let you in on what those are. If you show up every day to the bootcamp, you will get a bonus module from each of the courses that we have in Transformation Academy. So you'll get one from the nutrition course, which is all about getting in tune with your hunger signals. You'll get one from the mindset course, which is how to um, set goals. And then you'll get one from the program design course, which is all about how to get the most out of your workouts. So you get that just for showing up every day to the boot camp and posting your homework and filling in the worksheet and all of that good stuff. And we will be drawing that uh, next Friday, so I believe the 25th of March. And then if you show up every day, you get that automatically. Plus, you'll be entered to win the grand prize, which is a coaching call with myself, Alyssa, a coaching call with Aria, two weeks in Transformation Academy, and also access to Aria's bonus mini mindset course. So, that is what is going on in this boot camp. You still have time to get in and take advantage of everything. But for now, have a listen and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to day two of the Results Guaranteed Boot Camp. Today we are talking about um, limiting beliefs, which is a super interesting topic. Again, we're getting deep into your brain, so be prepared. 
Um, don't worry. It's, it's all fun stuff. It is all super helpful and really, really makes a difference in the long run for, you know, helping you reach your goals and whatnot. Because as we know, all that stuff comes down to what is going on in your brain. And without further ado, let's get into the training. So, all right, Aria, you are our expert on all this stuff. So I'll let you get started. Okay, perfect. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about how your current beliefs create your reality. Okay, here's a nice little uh, quote I found. If you accept a limiting belief, then it will become the truth for you. So a personal truth that you've told yourself so many times that you've come to believe it as a fact. And oftentimes something to be true, sorry, oftentimes when we believe something to be true, it's hard to consider other perspectives. Okay, so we're just going to go over some basics of limiting beliefs. So um, a limiting belief kind of acts as a blinder that only really allows you to see things that confirm your current belief. So it really keeps you from seeing what is possible. These are old stories that are holding you back. Um, Like an example of this is... Like I I always fail at everything I try. Exactly. Yeah, that we actually talked about that, that in the PowerPoint. Thank you. So that's, an, that's a story that you're going to continuously tell yourself, and that's going to reinforce all the thoughts, the feelings, the behaviors that are really associated with that. And oftentimes, limiting beliefs are thought about in very black or white, all or nothing kind of terms. Mm-hmm. And in reality, our, our world doesn't function like that. There's lots of gray area, and limiting beliefs really don't allow us to see that gray area. Um, limiting beliefs also kind of act as a compass. So this is why sometimes people kind of feel powerless when it comes to their future, right? Because they feel like despite their best efforts, they always seem to have the same outcome. And that's because your beliefs determine your thoughts, your behaviors, and the intended or unintended results. Um, And then moving on to core beliefs. your core beliefs are generally formed in early childhood. And that happens as a result of us trying to make sense of something that happened to us. And your beliefs continue to evolve through your adulthood, but they really start forming in childhood. Um, And that can be quite difficult for us to break those beliefs um, because your brain will just start to show you things that confirm that belief. And that's why a lot of times you're going to see more obstacles and challenges instead of opportunities, because those challenges confirm the initial belief. So any opportunities that might, might arise, your brain is just automatically going to push those away because that would disprove that belief of yours and only showing you things that um, prove that belief. Okay, Um, this slide just kind of shows some limiting beliefs that I know I've had. I know the one (laughs) I screw everything up. I definitely feel like that sometimes or I'll never be successful or um, all the good ones are taken or that's just my luck, right? Like having that kind of language really confirms the, like the internal beliefs that you have. So when you say something like that out loud, that really makes it real for you, right? So really being careful of the language that we use, the thoughts that we have, and whether or not that's really going to be helping us in reaching our goals. Okay, so this shame cycle. 
So I'm just going to go over this. This is a really good example for you to uh, kind of understand how this all kind of cycles through and really um, reinforces each other. So example, we have a negative thought. I can't do this. And that leads to a negative feeling, um, which creates uh, feelings of anxiety, fear, or shame. And those feelings then lead to a negative outcome, which then reinforces the initial thought. So that's how it's a cycle. You go from a negative thought to a negative feeling to a negative outcome. And that just re reinforces the thought that had caused that cycle. Um, the, the really interesting thing is, though, that about 85% of your negative thoughts never actually happen. So despite what you're thinking, the outcome can, the outcome can be entirely different if you decide to choose the thoughts for the desired outcome. Um, and this is also why, like the shame cycle, which is why we often revert back to old behaviors um, because we haven't, we either haven't changed the thought or the, the feelings, right? So we're just trying to change the outcome all the time. We're trying to get a different outcome, but we never trace back what are those feelings that are happening and what are the thoughts that are creating those feelings? because they're all very intertwined. So if we're all about goal setting and like um, really envisioning what your future is gonna look like and that's gonna be your guiding light, you're never gonna get there, right? You kind of have to back step a little bit and really like take a mental note of where you are right now with your thoughts and your feelings. Uh, because if you're never aware of those beliefs, they will continue to hold power over your life. And that's what makes limiting beliefs so toxic and so difficult to break sometimes because it really requires that conscious piece that you, you a lot of us just don't even know that that's required in goal setting. Mm -hmm. And I think another important point here is like a little bit of neuroscience, um, just mm -hmm. in the point, like all thoughts in your head are just connections between mm -hmm. your, your neurons, right? And the more often that pattern is repeated in your brain, the stronger it's going to get and the easier it's going to be for your brain to repeat that, right? Because it mm -hmm. thinks it's important. So it's like, oh, this is something we've been thinking all the time. It must be important. So we need mm -hmm. to make sure that it's super easy and fast. And a lot of times your negative thoughts and beliefs that have been around forever are going to be very natural and easy for your brain to keep going through over and over and over again. So that's why it's, it's not your fault when you find it so easy to fall back into these negative thought patterns, but you can absolutely change them just by having like a, as you said, a conscious effort of, you know, making sure you are creating newer thought patterns and practicing those so that your brain has another option. And so that this isn't your only option and what's happening all the time. You can add in other options. This, these will still be here your negative mm -hmm. thought patterns, but you can try to start incorporating other ones that are more positive. They're going to give you the results that you're actually looking for. It just does require, yes, some, some effort and some consciousness instead of letting your body and your brain basically just run on autopilot. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, uh, like a little bit more with psychology, like we're more likely to remember something, an event, a fact, whatever it is, if it's associated with our senses, so specifically our sense of smell and emotions, mm -hmm. right? So if you're really trying to change those negative thoughts, 
a really powerful way to do that is reflecting on the emotions because that's going to make it more powerful, right? Because you think of how strong that feeling that comes up, that anxiety of you should have, or that judgment that comes up, like that's really powerful, right? That stops you from taking action. So if you approach it from there, that feeling um, part of the, the cycle, you can get better results out of it um, because of how powerful emotions are. Mm, interesting. So much interesting stuff when it comes to all of this. Okay. So this is a really, I, I recently read this in one of, uh, one of the books I'm reading right now. Um, it's called Flipping and it's uh, Flipping Your Limiting Beliefs on Their Head. So this really illustrates how powerful limiting beliefs are. So a really good example that Alyssa had reminded me of before um, of, I always screw everything up. I am such a failure. Okay. That is a very powerful sentence right there. And, and that's alluding to the fact that you are um, able to so consistently create only one outcome with absolutely no variation that all the time you absolutely screw everything up. It doesn't really sound right. Right. So consider this would uh, you would not be able to create the same outcome if you were truly powerless. So if you actually had no power in anything, do you think without variation that you would screw up every single time? Probably not. Um, but if you had the power to create something bad, don't you think that you would also have the power to create something great? Um, so uh, just applying this logic and sometimes using logic is a really good way to kind of get out of your head because like I said, emotions really clutter that for you. So if, sometimes if you can just apply logic to it, it makes it a little bit more simple. <laughs> it's such an interesting way to, to think about that. Like, so if you have the power to make everything bad all the time, <laughs> obviously you have some power and some control over, over what's going on. Cause you need to intentionally try if you are literally failing at everything right? Exactly. It doesn't yeah. just happen. And that's that black or white, all or nothing kind of thinking that comes along with limiting beliefs, right? Like they're, they're these very big statements that you're either always failing or you're always succeeding. But sometimes there's middle ground, right? But when you have those beliefs, you don't even consider that, that middle ground or that gray area where you could possibly be at. Yeah. They just take over your whole brain. They consume you with emotion. And then- mm -hmm it basically just stops you from doing anything because you're just so consumed in this thought and the emotion that it brings out for you that you're just like completely stuck. You can't exactly. do anything, but you don't have to stay there. <laughs> we no. do have a solution. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So talking about slaying your limiting beliefs. Okay. So um, this is going to be an exercise that's in your, your homework. So I'm just kind of going over it also in the slides. Um, so what beliefs are coming up for you when you think about your goal? So refer back to day one, um, reflect on what your day one goal was. Now ask yourself some of these questions. Do you think it's possible to reach your goal? Do you think you're dreaming too big? Is it doable, doable for other people to do it, but not you? Do you believe that you're doomed to live a mediocre life and that you'll always revert back to old behaviors? Well, if you have these limiting beliefs, it might be quite difficult for you to actually get to your goals. 
So this is when it's really important to um, start developing an awareness of the things that come up for you when you start to set goals for yourself or have milestones, um, because those beliefs will really stop you from achieving those things. Because if you look back at the cycle that we were talking about before, um, you're just going to keep repeating the same thing over and over again if you don't actually um, consider how the beliefs might be playing into that. Um, and then next is to identify your emotions. So what emotions or, or feelings are coming up for you when you're reflecting back on your goal? So your emotions are super, super, super important in uh, rewiring your beliefs and choosing new ones. Um, your emotions are highly influential and can weaken a limiting belief or strengthen beliefs that will empower you. So the, the next part is flipping your belief. So choose the belief that you believe has been stopping you from reaching your goals. So that would like a major one, like really reflect on that. If there's something that's constantly coming up for you, like one thing for me is that I never have enough time. I don't have enough time, energy, resources. And that's a belief that Sorry. constantly comes up for me when I have a goal. So if there's one thing like that for you, choose that belief and then flip it on its head. So this is a fun exercise that you can kind of, uh, that's, that's in the actual homework, but it's kind of interesting to see like what would come up for you. Um, and you also, when doing this exercise, pick a limiting belief that appears frequently with the most amount of intensity or emotion behind it. And then ask yourself, what is the opposite of that belief, of that limiting belief? So the opposite of that I never have enough time, energy, or resources is I have plenty of time. I can make more time, right? Like it's not this thing that I have no power over. These are beliefs about my ability to reach my goal that have been stopping me from reaching my goal. So flipping those beliefs on the head is a really easy way to do that. Um, yeah, I always find that so fascinating because pretty much all of the time your limiting beliefs are basically untrue. And if you ask yourself the opposite, like, is, is it actually true that I don't have any time? Like, is, is that actually the truth? Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's not. And it's just this silly little thing in your head telling you these things that are not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. I think another thing to consider is when you're initially coming up with your goals, sometimes, mm -hmm. depending on what mindset you're in, sometimes you don't have limiting beliefs coming up and sometimes they come up in the process and after your motivation starts to die down lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, like, if you're trying to think about if there are any limiting beliefs coming up and you don't have a ton of them, um, or it's kind of blocking you in some way, you can always think back to when you've tried to work on goals before and mm -hmm. why they may not have worked for you in the past is a lot of times it's probably because you've had some sort of limiting beliefs come up. And mm -hmm. sometimes we can be really good at trying to keep these under the surface and really not acknowledge when we have mm 
you know, limiting beliefs going on in our brain all of the time that we just kind of keep pushing down and keep ignoring and keep pretending they, they aren't there or they don't exist. And mm-hmm. I think something to keep in mind is that these limiting beliefs can't hurt you, right? Feeling an emotion can't hurt you. It's just a feeling in your body, right? Like what does anxiety feel like? A lot of times, okay, not like, not anxiety disorder, but I mean, just like kind of general anxiety um, or nervousness is like maybe a bit of tingling or tightness in your chest. Maybe your face gets hot. Maybe your hands get cold. Maybe you get, you know, a knot in your stomach, right? It's just a feeling in your body or, or sadness mm-hmm. is just like, a tightness in your throat. Maybe it feels like your stomach drops. Again, maybe you feel cold. All of these emotions, feelings are literally just a feeling in your body. So I think if you are coming to a place during this process and it's, you know, scary for you, or you're just really trying to push it away, just remember that your thoughts can't hurt you. Your Mm -hmm. feelings can't hurt you. You're in a safe place. You're totally fine. And it may bring up some emotions that you've been pushing down for a long time. So just allow yourself, you know, the freedom, the, and um, just be gentle with yourself. And this stuff can be, can be intense. So mm-hmm. grab some tea. Absolutely. Just chill and out. And if you're not like at that place where you can start maybe getting to the root cause of your beliefs like even start getting to your emotions like what you said before and identifying those emotions in yourself and what that feels like for yourself um and then learning or practicing to sit with that emotion Mm -hmm. without going to your default maybe for me it would be just to lay in bed Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and try Mm -hmm. to sleep away that emotion so maybe just practice sitting with it and actually see how long it takes for that emotion to dissipate because like um, neurologically, it's only 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. We actually only experience that emotion for 60 seconds. So after that 60 seconds, you're actually choosing to continue to feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. So practice sitting in it. And that could be very powerful for someone, not having that emotion just take, take them, like um, overcome them, mm-hmm. but knowing that they can ride through that emotion and feel good on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, like all of these things are just processes that, our bodies have evolved over time, uh, mm-hmm. basically to keep us safe. But we are not cavemen anymore. You know, we have completely gone past what we have. Like we've just gone way faster than evolution can keep up with. So we still have all of these processes in our brains and in our bodies that aren't necessarily benefiting us in the technological world. Right? We don't need to you know, be, be scared of all these different emotions or whatnot, or being left behind by the tribe or anything like that. Right. So we kind of need to, I mean, we're basically learning how to rewire our brain and take advantage of the way that our brain does work and just kind of get out of default mode and more take control over our own lives. Like we do need to be putting in some effort here and being aware of what we have control over and mm-hmm. then again, yeah, just taking the actions to, to make that happen and to know that you can change it and that you don't have to live on, on default or autopilot, that you can take control over what's going on in your brain and therefore what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of good stuff going on in here. <laughs> and just take yeah, it where you are. Yeah. 
another good quote, uh, seeing things differently won't make your problems disappear, but it will have you seeing different solutions, opportunities, and possibilities. So we're kind of going, we're going from limiting beliefs and now we're trying to trek into empowering beliefs. So right now we're just kind of in that middle ground. So breaking those patterns. So we have personal beliefs. So these are stories that we cling tightly to um, that really limit our ability to see past any truths or facts. Um, so these are things that you've told yourself so many times, you compiled so much evidence that it just has to be true. And now you've been programmed, this, this belief has been programmed into your subconscious mind. So a lot of the times, which is, which is why this, this uh, work is, can be difficult, we don't even know that we have these beliefs because they're not even on the conscious level. Like, because they've been repeated so many times that they've just been wired in. Um, but if you deliberately change your actions or thoughts, you can change the way that you're thinking. And this is called a neuroplastic response. So that's pretty cool, actually, that you have that ability to go back and rewire and redo and then have a different trajectory for the future. Um, but what happens when you don't believe in your ability um, or you have these limiting beliefs? You'll either continue to take surface level action, which is what a lot of people end up doing in the health and wellness journey. They Go, they, they work out and they count their calories, right? That's very service level. They don't start to dig any deeper. So that's why they see results, go back, see results, go back. Or they take no, ac no action at all because the thought is so debilitating and so scary to them that they just, they stay where they are or they repeat old behaviors again. Um, so it really all like intertwines with one another. And a part of it is trying to break down those beliefs by looking for new evidence that disproves the old beliefs and can confirm a new belief for you. The evidence is such a big part in it. Yes. Absolutely. Like proving to yourself, you can prove negative or positive thoughts about yourself. It all depends mm -hmm. on how you're looking at it and what you're taking as evidence. Exactly. So we have a personal belief. So this is learned through personal experiences. Um, so that can start at childhood and go all the way up into adulthood. So anything that confirms that. So let's say that you've tried a whole bunch of different diets. Um, and obviously you think that you're the common den denominator. So you're the, you're the problem, right? It's not the diet. You're, you're the problem. And that's a belief that you start to take on about yourself and your um, like journey with like health and wellness. Um, and then you have a universal belief. So these are commonly held beliefs about how the world works. So just because it's a universal belief does not mean it's true, right? So the same thing, there's almost an echo chamber, like what you see on Instagram, people are repeating the same thing over and over again. And you just think that that's, that's how health and wellness works because it's been repeated to you enough. Mm -hmm. And then you have facts. So this is something that is true for 100% of the people for 100% of the time. So this is really how you're going to start working towards uh, breaking those limiting beliefs. Ask yourself, is this actually a fact? Or is this just a belief? Oh, yes, okay. that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Perfect. Good segue. Um, so you're going to be fact checking your limiting beliefs. So this is also going to be part of the worksheet. 
Um, I'm just kind of going over in the, in the slides so that you kind of have a, like a good idea about what we're asking for you to complete. Um, so challenging your, uh, your limiting beliefs using personal evidence and facts. So first you're going to identify your personal beliefs, which you've already done. And then you're gonna reflect on your personal experiences that disprove, that disprove the belief. So we're not gonna look outward, we're gonna look inward. So let's say, uh, going back to the original example that um, I always screw things up, I'm, I'm such a failure, right? So if that's a belief that I have about myself that I always screw things up, I can look back in my personal history and look for things or examples of times that I haven't screwed things up. They can be as simple as um, getting my driver's license or uh, going back to school to get a diploma or whatever the case, getting that new job that I wanted, right? They can be things that you probably forgot because they didn't confirm the belief. So you oftentimes forget them, right? So this is a really good exercise also to celebrate your wins um, and, and like, yeah, to celebrate your wins. Um, so after once we look for personal examples that disprove our personal belief, we're gonna look for facts. We're gonna look for hard facts that disprove that belief. So, um, it, it obviously is impossible to screw absolutely everything up, right? That, that, that's impossible. There's no way. You're breathing. Obviously, you're doing something right, right? I know that's an overly simplistic um, example, but you can always find ways to disprove your beliefs. And it, it, realistically, it should be quite easy because some of these beliefs are rooted in like what Alyssa had said previously in like an evolutionary um, kind of way where it's built to protect ourselves, right? We develop these beliefs to protect ourselves. These limiting beliefs have protected us up until this point. They've been serving us up until this point, but they're no longer serving us and that's, that's okay, right? So now we're gonna look for facts to disprove that. I had something to add and now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> we'll see if it comes back. Yeah, that's that. That's the end of the the PowerPoint. Slide. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to go next. Um, yeah, I think it's so interesting to to do this work and to just yeah really get into what the heck your brain is is thinking. And I think another thing to keep in mind is this stuff is so normal. Uh, we all have these limiting beliefs going on in our heads. I mean, they'll all be slightly different, but absolutely a hundred percent, we all deal with stuff like this. So I think because it's not talked about a lot and people don't necessarily talk about their limiting beliefs, a lot of the times it's just in our heads and we're not necessarily saying it out loud. A lot of the times we can feel like we are so alone in this and nobody else thinks like this, but that is not the case at all. Everybody has limiting beliefs that are going on in their head and this kind of work can benefit literally anyone. We all have room to, to grow and improve and to change what's going on in our brains. And as everything with mindset and with health and wellness, it's all a continuous journey. Like you can work on this stuff forever and you can always continue to grow and improve and to change. There's never a like end 
time where you're like, okay, gotten rid of all of my limiting beliefs. My brain is perfect. Now we're always thinking good things all the time. That doesn't happen. I mean, it's good Mm -hmm. to just have a realistic idea of how this works. It's basically just getting a little bit better every single day. And the goal Mm -hmm. is just to be better than you were a year ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can always have something that you can work on. Absolutely. Yeah. And a, and a really good thing to kind of tie this all in together with day one and day two is when you do have a limiting belief that comes up for you, that's a really good opportunity for you to revisit your why. Mm-hmm. Because your why is so powerful that even in the face of a limiting belief, you, you can see through that. So that, that's why day one was so important in really establishing what your why is, because it, it's literally going to uh, be important in every single day that we cover going forward, even mm-hmm. with limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and another really important thing is please stop and including myself, stop saying you're stuck because by saying it like out loud, you are literally brainwashing yourself into believing that mm-hmm. like language is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And if you can't keep saying, I feel so stuck, like I can't move forward, all these things, like, it really changes you, your, your thoughts and your emotions and your motivation. Like if you're telling yourself that you're stuck and that's a belief that you have about yourself, you're probably not going to feel too motivated to take action. Yeah. Yep. And um, I think another thing to keep in mind, like identifying your limiting beliefs and questioning them is a really great practice to do right now, but that is, Mm -hmm. it's not something that you stop doing. Uh, This is more just to give you some awareness as to what is going on in your brain. And then from here, you just want to notice whenever you're thinking these limiting beliefs. And as soon as you notice a limiting belief, Mm -hmm. you acknowledge that it's there and you want to question it. Then you want to ask yourself, is this actually true or is the opposite of this true? So you want to start getting into the practice of just noticing when those thoughts are are going on in your brain. This Mm -hmm. worksheet and going through this will really help you get clear on what those thoughts are and where they're coming up. And then you want to just start in your day-to-day life, noticing when those thoughts are coming up, acknowledging them and questioning, is this actually true or is the opposite true? And that's how you'll start making the, the real changes start to happen there anything oh right I I remembered the thing that I was thinking of before so um when we were talking about like trying to identify what's going on in your brain and um whenever we were talking about something I was thinking it could be helpful to talk it out with someone else like asking is this true or like coming up with evidence so Mm -hmm. your friends or family be like do I have evidence to prove the opposite of this like is this actually true like am I Am I actually failing all the time? Sometimes you might not be able to remember what you've done well. Sometimes it might take having a conversation with somebody else who can remind you, you did all of these amazing things. What are you talking about? Like, obviously you don't fail all the time and you'll be like, Mm -hmm. oh, right. I totally forgot about that. You know? Yeah. Well, because yeah, your limiting belief will um, cover any other examples to the contrary, right? So you're going to, it's so easy for you to just paint a like a brush over it like a broad brush and just be like this is how it always is but then you have a friend come in and be like that's not how I see it that's not my perspective of the situation at all Mm -hmm. right but you just like 
broad strokes over what a day would look like. You just count it off as a complete failure. And then someone else comes in and is like, oh, you, you showered and you brushed your teeth and you went to work. Like, I wouldn't call that a failure, right? Yep. Um, so helping someone really uh, broaden your perspective on stuff like that. Yeah, perspective makes a very big difference. What you see is very different from what everyone else sees and what's actually the truth there. So I think we'll end it there for today. We got a lot of stuff covered in there, but basically just go through the worksheet, um, identify some of your limiting beliefs and what's going on in your brain and then really question them and ask, is this, is this actually, actually the truth though? And start to, you know, combat those beliefs that are coming up. Okay. Well, we will see you guys all tomorrow then. What are we talking about tomorrow? We're talking about um, day four is confidence mm-hmm. and that's about action. And day three, I think is more speaking to um, like creating new beliefs that are going to work for you and your goals. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, Sorry, we know I'm... what's going on. It's just the specific. <laughs> just <threw> a blank. <laughs> that's okay. So we will see you guys tomorrow for um, really creating some new beliefs for yourself. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time out of your day to listen and to support my podcast. If you're ready to feel the best you've ever felt, I would absolutely love to work with you. I have quite a few offers available from nutrition audits to teaching you how to design your own workouts to group and private one-on-one coaching. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes or go to linktree slash Doss. So that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash A-L-Y-D-A-W-S to see what I have available right now. I love chatting with you. So don't hesitate to email or reach out on Instagram if you have any questions whatsoever. Have an incredible week, my friend, and we will chat soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.